Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Behold, 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 a Pair Podcast. Uh, we come to you this evening a little solo, you know what I mean? Like we were a guitar fucking screeching out there in the wind while the band's going backstage to get uh, get get us situated um, in many ways. Uh, I'm here. Blasting off, we figured we'd take another journey into the mind of the Manson. I would try and do another Maddie and the Manson episode. I heard from a few people they enjoyed it. Not too many people, but enough to uh, do another episode. So that's a good thing. Um, we're going to pop into uh, uh, KCRA reporter Mike Boyd interview. You know, the, what, he claims to be one of the first sit-downs uh, with Charlie, you know. Um, this takes place at the California Medical Facility in Vaxillaville, 1972. Um, so I guess without further ado, we does did it with Charlie. What are you going to talk about? What are you going to try to bring out in your book? I never even thought of anything like that. I'd have to give that some thought. I think Charlie thought about a book. I think that, uh, I don't think his mind, of course, his mind wasn't in the right place when he went in, but I think it was scrambled, uh, incredibly scrambled. And the business side of things might not have been on his mind, but I think that they probably slowly lured their way into it. No, not much of a hustler Charlie was. I'm sure it didn't take too long, uh, for money to kind of come into his brain and how to, you know, capitalize on the situation. And he knew what he was building. Like he knew that he was going to be notorious forever. You know what I mean? Like when people talk about psychopaths, they'll be talking about Charlie Manson. When they talk about cults, they'll be talking about Charlie Manson. A lot of that underbelly, uh, true crime, you know, it'll never die in in the halls of true crime. You know what I mean? I was doing this on Mel's request, and he wanted to write the book. Mel wanted some loot. I don't 
explain nothing to you. I don't know. Now, you... For those at home, you're missing out on a, a beautiful Charles Manson smile that he gave when he was telling people he didn't care much for their uh, th- th- their deal of w- telling the story. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Well, no. I, what I'm trying to, to find out is what would you like to bring out in the book that could teach other people? Charlie, the teacher, you know, didn't they lock him up for playing the teacher role? And now they want him to write books and... Uh, to teach to teach what can you teach other people that's what i'd like to know what do you think you can teach other that's charlie's way of being like you can't teach people anything especially not to kill for you i'm an innocent man that's what i'd like to know too i know how to be reborn and start all over i know how to be reborn and start all over you heard it Start all over. I don't start all over with the same old, same old. I just start all over. Even though I might be old, I'm still brand new every day because I do one day at a time. Just like I hope Hallmark is listening because uh, that's the future of uh, self-help and positive cards to give people. The old convict used to tell me. Isn't that what he used to say? I might be old. I'm still brand new every day because I do one day at a time, just like that old convict used to tell me. Isn't that what he used to say? One day at a time. So I've learned to live my life. There should be shirts of positive quotes with Charlie's face on it because I don't think his face is as well known as his name. And I could see, uh, it's funny, I could see them turning into a big deal. I could, like, under the rug, sneak into the show and uh, become, like, be seen everywhere, as well as the people that dig it, of course, that rock them. One day at a time. Is there anything you think you can pass on that society really is missing and that you can tell them about? Society knows when it wants to know. There's just a jellyfish. It's only controlled by the people who want to move the sheep around. Thing do you think you can pass on? Jellyfish. Society really is missing and that you can... Jellyfish. Society knows when it wants to know. There's just a jellyfish. It's only controlled by the people who want to move the sheep around. They'll tell them anything. Everybody knows that everybody's lying. Do you know anyone that tells the truth? Do you children at home? Trust the lawyer? Can't trust the lawyer. You can't trust who can you trust? The president, Nixon, Watergate. Look at where your children are looking at from. Nice. Who can they trust? So that's the deal. Who can they trust? Well, some people say they could trust Charlie. I've seen T-shirts in the past. Used to be able to buy T-shirts like that in rock and roll magazines. You would try to tell parents something about raising children? I would try to tell the children how to help the parents. How? By realizing that the parent is the child. Because he doesn't understand the child, but the child understands the parent. Now... Before you go thinking that Charlie could have been a great Mr. Rogers, 
I guess you got to think that he was involved in, in, in people getting <laughs> taken out the picture in incredibly violent ways. Now, Charlie didn't do this, even though I believe he did kill a pimp, I believe. But that's just hustling in the streets, brother. That's how it goes. But, uh, yeah, so, you, you, you know, this is more of Charlie getting – this is him in people's heads where, like I said in the previous episode, man, he had a way about him where he could just – you know, tell you some straight up insanity, but then lace it with like, tr- like the realest shit you ever heard. You know what I mean? And just like get with you. Uh, dangerous. Uh, definitely a dangerous fucking dude. Uh, very smart. I think he's smarter than people let on uh, and twisted up for sure. You know what I mean? As a parent, I bet talking to the kids, they just tell the truth. <laughs> and I'm like, you know. What do you want to point out in the book if you bring that up? What would you like to point out? Uh, you people are on your road going where you're going. If you don't want to stop from going where you're going, I'm not going to stop you. You know, you're going to your destruction, not mine. Fucking gangster. Charlie fucking dropping gangster. Just gangster quotes on people. Just about like 90% of anything Charlie's ever said could be sampled for music. I've already established mine. You know, I've already went through mine. I've been judged. The judge gave me nine licenses. The, 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 the eyes, you look into Charlie's eyes and uh, you really know something's going on. You know what I mean? He the, He's very sympathetic character. Uh, that's why his his... What he did was so kind of wild and crazy and, you know, uh, but like he can spin a yarn in your face, man. And you'd be like wondering where the sweater came from. But in your philosophical talk, a lot of people won't, it'll go right over their heads. That's what I'm trying to say. Put it so they can understand it in, in lay language. Can we do that? Well, it's sad all over, really. You know, uh, it's hard for me to express how much sadness that I've went through to reach this point of understanding that I'm now talking to you from. <laughs> um, how are you going to help somebody that don't want help? Will your book head and make them do it? Will your book do it? Will you try Will I try to explain that? Will I try to help you people destroy me some more? Is that what you're saying? No. Gangsta! That's what I'm doing here. Will your book help children? Uh, help parents? I don't know whether it would help anyone. I've never thought about that. You guys just have to show me what help is so I know what it is. You teach me, I'll learn. I'm just a little kid in mine. See, I've been in jail 30-some years. I never lived in your world outside. I'm like a little kid out there. Will your life story help somebody else to understand how to proceed? If it was possible to present... Everything that's came down in the last few years, in a proper perspective, it would be advantageous to other people, I would imagine. 
for if they had eyes in their head and they could see under the bed, they'd see that the heads of lead and eyes of wood. It doesn't really matter because rubber fingers is taking the hand off into the universe anyway. Exactly. Level of comprehension that you hold in your mind is only taught to you by a school book that's in a sorority house. My father jumps off the Second World War in the ruptured ducks that were in the little pins and the buttons in Section 8 in the nut wards and all the people that have gone crazy. Your father was crazy. You put him on a stage, I'll buy a ticket. You know what I mean? The uh, Drew Carey should have had him on that fucking improv show. That's how good he is with, with, with this shit, I feel. My father was all men that I've ever met in prison. Mel's one of my father's. Creepy Carpus is another. I learned something okay. from everyone. Creepy Carpus. I'm digging that. Uh, and if it's Creepy Carcass, then that's even better. The captains, the wardens. I never missed anybody. I learned as much as I could from everybody I could get a hold of. And I've never met anybody that I couldn't learn something from. I've heard many a wise man say that. Uh, every man is my teacher and I'm every man's teacher or something like that. Great uh, philosophical quote. And pretty, pretty true to reality. But now that I have learned what I've learned, I don't think you people want to know what I know. You wouldn't like it. Charlie knows too much. I agree. I don't know if we could take it. Why? Well, because it's not very nice. Yeah. Well, why? Because the people that you let run your lives aren't very nice. Smile. The people that govern you, the people that tell you people what to do, they're not good people. Preach it, Charlie. Preach it. Come on now. Let me change the subject for a minute. He scared that fucking reporter. Uh, that reporter shit his pants and pissed a little. He was like, nah, we want stuff we could use on uh, on the interview, Charlie. Don't say stuff like that. On a job, out of segregation, for how long now? I don't know. I got up and came out here today. I told you been working with you, I explained to you, I live one day at a time, right? I don't have any other life outside one day at a time. What brought you back into the mainline population? What brought me back into the mainline? The preacher, with his love and respect and help, got me back on the mainline. Mm -hmm. After all that years of solitary, all those years of solitary and segregation, how is it? Still, right now, I'm doing the same day I've always done. I've just had to bring it a long ways. But it's still the day, and it's still a good day. And every day gets a little better. Mr. Charlie Manson's Neighborhood. No matter what you do to me. Are you at peace with yourself? <laughs> Whatever that means, I never even thought about to ask myself if I was. I was really talking to myself. I guess talking to yourself would be all right. For anybody out there that might have one of, like, the spiders, a weird art that Charlie made while uh, confined, I would like to uh, reach out on the book. <laughs> reach out on the book if you're willing to give that up, because we would like to have that in the old 
Behold Archives. Charlie's taking a break. They're changing reels, I think, right now. Uh, it's about to get really real. Killing it. Charlie looking like Ray Booten and him. Loving that. Ray Booten, we need to do that flick. Do you want a sound check from us? Sound check. I'm ask you a, a question. Ooh. Sure. I want you to give this question a lot of consideration. Word. You don't have to answer me now. Okay. But can you imagine what it would be like to be interrogated by the SS? I don't know whether I can imagine it or not. It's no fun. Think about it. Well, I, I know what their tactics are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I answer it after the interview? No. There's no doubt about it, is it? Can I answer it after the interview? Very serious, isn't it? Sure it is. Can I answer you after the interview? No, you don't have to answer me. You can just think about it. I will. In your everyday dealings. I bet he he never answered that question. Guglielsi paints you as a small, would-be pop singer, as he describes it, of little talent. Helter Skelter. Good book for anybody that's into um, Manson. I assume you are to some degree if you're listening to this. Um, you're not here for me, folks. Um, but check out that book if uh, you're down. It's also a great hip-hop group. You know what I mean? So check them both out. How do you react to that? Bugliosi looks in the mirror every morning when he shaves. And that's the only person in Bugliosi's world just him ask his wife she knows it that's fucking real that dude is shaking in his boots watching this interview wherever he watched it and the wife turned and tells everybody no Charlie's right he knows what's up what about the accuracy of the book though Charlie he had the dates right and the names right but he had a million illusions that had nothing to do with my reality he was only trying and convicting his own reality. Didn't have anything to do with me. I've already been through all these prisons. But he did paint you as probably one of the most universally known persons to who? around, to readers, people who read it. Big Charlie smile when he said that. And they believed it? I don't know. What do you think? And they're not as good as what they... Charlie's giving a shot to his fans. It's part of the cult leader deal. You, you give him a little bit, that you, you, you give him the 75% goodness and then hit him with that 25%. Woo! The book, the book how, how accurate or inaccurate is it? Will Charlie admit to reading the book? This is a big moment. I never read it. Fuck yeah, I didn't think he read it. And if he did, I, I, well, he probably did read it, but I didn't think he was going to go there and say, oh, yeah, I thought this. Charlie's too good for that shit. Didn't you read it one time? I read parts of it. Yeah. How did you find it? Like I say, it was reflections of what he was thinking. It had nothing to do with me. Reflections of children growing up in the grave. Seriously, the Charlie Manson that you created... That's not me. <laughs> That's 
telling you an illusion in your mind, so it hasn't got anything to do with me. What's the real Charlie Manson? Now, that's some deep shit. Because he, he's telling society that they've created it in multiple ways, you know. I know he blamed, like, practically growing up in the in the system. He, he kind of credits that for what Charlie Manson became. And I like how he's kind of tweaking, you know, how, what's how society looks at him now, where, you know, he was automatically uh, the bad guy. And for anybody that follows it, the, the whole fact that he really never, that he he was locked away forever and realistically didn't, you know, on paper, didn't kill anybody. He just kind of told some crazy people that uh, they should kill people, and they did it, which is kind of a weird thing to go away forever for. Um, you almost got to call him the question, uh, you know, musical acts like Charlie. Charlie was a musical act, but his, his lyrics were took a little too seriously, I guess. I haven't really been able to make him up. See, I've just been reborn again. See, and I'm learning now. I'm starting all over, and I'm learning. The preacher's teaching me. The teacher's teaching me. The counselor's counseling me, and the doctor's looking out after me. Uh, Necrodamus, or Lord Goat, Bill Bill, uh, Jedi Mind Tricks, Vinny Paz, brother. That would be a great chorus line. Take advantage. The guards don't bother me that much, and I don't bother them that much. They do their jobs and raise their kids, and I do my job and do what I do for my kids. You know, there was a time a while back where when you got out into the main line, you, you ran into trouble. I remember Bobby Davis up at, up at uh, Folsom. I ran into trouble? Well, you got into trouble. Who told you that? Up at, up at uh, Folsom. I ran into trouble? Well, you got into trouble. Who told you that? Who told you that? See what I'm saying? Did it happen? Uh, did you fight? Many things have happened. No, I didn't fight. Were you fought? Were you somebody come after you? Well, I fought, sure. I've been fought on many times. Did somebody come after you? Someone come after you? Charlie's trying to play it cool like everybody likes him. Because, you know, he, he, he kind of plays himself out to be, you know, the king of the joint while he's in there. Where everybody kind of shows him respect and stuff. So... You know, there's, I think somebody lit him on fire at one point. I'm sure there was many a fights, uh, all types of crazy stuff. But, um, it's fun the way when, when, when whenever, uh, an interviewer brings up him being treated badly in prison, he doesn't, he don't like talking about that stuff. You know what I mean? Cause I think it goes against the image of Charlie Manson. You know, someone could come after me if they wanted to, but did they? No, they've always left me here. Nobody wanted me. Getting into trouble on the outside. On the outside, where? In prison. You know, I feel like Charlie probably could have had issues on both sides of uh, anything, you know what I mean? He went in, he was trying to create a race war, um, which would upset both people, both sides that are trying to not have a race war, you know what I mean? But I mean, within the, within the big house, there's a race war uh, every second of the day. So, yeah, it's interesting, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I feel, and he was a celebrity, of course, that, you know what I mean? So inmates aren't going to like him for that. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's kind of a weird position to be in, to be a big celebrity, like, uh, like going in, you know, if you're like a Weinstein going in or like some big celebrity like that, I think that you're taken care of more where he was a celebrity for being Charlie Manson. So I don't really think he got, I'm sure he got certain privileges, but, um, you know, 
I don't think we would hear a story of Weinstein or R. Kelly being lit on fire in jail, uh, even though they might deserve it or need a little pep in their step like that. But um, who's to say what? Um, I won't say nada. Nada. In prison, all in the population, I get along with most of the convicts. The convicts are getting along with themselves. See, that was a big part right there. That was a shot at the convicts that anybody's giving them a hard time. It's a bully thing. They're only doing it because they hate themselves type situation. Probably goes all the way back to their fathers and mothers. There's much harmony in prison. More every day. There's much uh, wisdom in the prison. More every day. I believe it. Getting back to the book. What is this magnetism that people keep referring to. And it's, it's been beyond that. People writing you, wanting to meet you. Wanting the spiders that you make for their podcast. Your people that you had in the desert. Mm-hmm. What is the magnetism? Why don't you answer that question? I'm asking that question. Well, can't you see? <laughs> what is it? Well, what do you think it is? Do you know? Do yeah, we you know? know? Don't play games. It's no Seriously. game. I know. That's why. That's why you're asking me questions, and I'm not asking you questions. Okay. You see, I don't need to ask you questions. I already know. Hell to the yeah, child. Could you tell me? Sure, I can tell you. I won't. Time? I'm here. Who would you like to start? Well, what is it? Go ahead and tell me. What is what? Are you secure? Charlie. The government is the United States. The government has never been more secure. Never been more secure than it is right now. What is it that draws people to you? He's dancing and waving around at this point. There was a cut in the film because I think that they had to get serious with them for a second and probably be like, well, we're leaving if you don't start, you know, cooperating. Jumping all around the room here. Very nice. Charlie stuff. Uh, Attention. Yep. Crazy stuff we know, Charlie. I know. <laughs> when you know, you just simply know. That's true. Jesus on that cross. You know he's there. Is he there? Is the cross there? I know the cross is there. You don't have to put me on the cross to witness for the cross. I can see the cross. Now what I'm trying to do is get back to earth so I can go out in the desert. I've already cleaned that thought up once. Very nice. And you put another president in. But you said and every time I clean it up, you put another president in. If you said it's people who are in harmony with you. What do you mean by that? The people that are in harmony with themselves in the will of a child. The child has a will. You tell the child to come here and the child will walk over. You tell him to sit down and he'll sit down. He's just in the will of the child. God and his children are in the will of a child. <laughs> it's just as simple as the Bible said that you must be as little children before you enter the kingdom of heaven. If the Christians had believed in the Bible, then we wouldn't have all this conflict. But evidently, the only ones that are in conflict now are the Christians. Big hit. That's a big shot. You know, like they don't seem to believe in their own God for some reason. I don't know what it is. Maybe they need to see him on the cross again. Or maybe they should uh, uh, pray for him to come out of the sky in a silver uh, platter. Or, you know, I don't know. I'm just here 
and you're there, and food is your reality. And where do you get your energy from? And where does your soul flow? And your thoughts? And how do you know you know? Yes, exactly. Unless you have to come and say, Charlie, how's the Dow Jones? Do you read the Wall Street Journal? Certainly I read the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> I write at the top of your brain. And I'll read the Wall Street Journal until you let me walk out that door a free man. Or we'll just use in and head pennies for earrings. And that's a threat. He'll continue reading that Wall Street Journal till you set him free. You did get a parole date in November. Never. What would you do? And I'll give it some serious thought. I don't have room in my mind for could be's. I have to deal in what is. I can't think about what I want. I have to deal what I'm allowed to have. If Charles Manson somehow made all those people who died come back to life, they still wouldn't have released Charles Manson. What if you got a date? If I got a date, then I would probably have a date. Do you know what you'd want to do? Uh, yes, I have many plans. A lot of plans. I'd like to clean up the water. I'd like to go up in the mountains and start at the top of the mountains and clean the springs up. Take all the pollution out of the water so I could drink it. Clean up all the green things and pick up all the old beer cans and clean all the way to the ocean. And then maybe we might be able to save a little air and water for our children. Just a little bit, not too much. We wouldn't want them getting spoiled or anything. Because I'm living in my child's world now. I'm working on his world. My world already went to the gas chamber. Deep. What if you don't get a date? If I don't get a date, then I won't have a date. This is what Charlie said when he didn't have a date to the prom many, many, many years ago. Have you thought about it? Um... I know you want to get away. I gave, I gave it some thought, but not that much. I gave it thought in relation that it's possible that they'll be pushed to make some sort of move to alleviate the pressure that they've created on themselves. Uh, if there's any way that I could help that, I would. And that way I could achieve what I'm after also. All I want is what the Constitution said I could have. The liberty and the right to look for my freedom the way I want. If you gave the Constitution to me like you said you were supposed to, then I wouldn't be here. Zinger! And I wouldn't have been here the last 11 years. But if you let your politicians play like they're Christians and use your courtroom to further their own purposes, then all you're doing is big business with your own children's lives. And it really doesn't make sense to me. But I don't have the president's spot to make any change. If I had the control to make the change, I have the power. To Real went out, unfortunately. Uh, there's still another reel to go. But uh, insanity here, I think. Definitely some madness. When it comes to the Charlie stuff, um, again, that last couple of stuff he was saying was some insanity stuff that like worked. Like I said, a uh, little bit of truth mixed with a little bit of the uh, madness goes a long way.
Charlie's the king of that. So uh, he's gonna he's taking a cigarette break or something. Here, here he comes back here. Charlie, you're making us wait too long. You fucking prima donna over there. Hurry it up. Yeah, yeah. Get get going. Get going. Horrifyingly true. Uh, Charlie, the only person caring about the environment in the future of all our children. For your children to be raised up in. You want your children to live according to the gospel of Helter Skelter? Where are the inaccuracies in it? Well, it would take me as long as it took him to point them out. It took him... Uh, two years in court to invent them. It would take me two years in court to uninvent them and redo them and show the proper perspective of it. So the Charlie Manson society knows has already been tainted by society and he has to, he's reborn. So now he's creating a new Charlie. So everybody should forgive, uh, let him jog out. Helter Skelter simply means confusion. And if you don't see the confusion in the world, it's always been confusion in the world, uh, then I guess you don't know what confusion means. If you don't yeah. see the confusion in the world, it's always been confusion in the world, uh, then I guess you don't know what confusion means. If you don't see the confusion in the world, it's always been confusion in the world, uh, then I guess you don't know what confusion means. Right. I get out of jail, and every time I get out of jail, society's moving a little faster. And they're doing crazier things. Ain't that the truth? And uh, I get out and I can never adjust to it outside because it's uh, it's uh, almost impossible to do anything right. Everything is wrong to somebody. I mean, you get to hide and you know, date people and night people and everybody all divided up. Did they make up the evidence introduced in court? Mm. A big percentage of it they they found and created themselves. They pushed a fingerprint together till it got to be. They justified it and then sent it to another office and let them push it a little bit. Then another office and then push it. And then finally they'd find another point till they finally come up with a fingerprint. Then the people that supposedly left the fingerprint has never lied to me, nor I to them, told me that I was leaving there in that particular portion of the crime, I was over in this particular portion of it. In other words, all the little things that they come up with, like the trailer, the uh, the um, door from the trailer that's supposed to have had what we wrote on it, is what they wrote on it, and then they burnt the ranch down to cover that up, you know. But in no way are you saying, in no way are you connected with either the Tate or La Bianca killer? No, I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying that if it would come out in the courtroom, I would have explained what happened. All we wanted to do to start with was tell the truth, but the lawyers wouldn't let us because they wanted to sell it. I wouldn't put it past no lawyers to do some bullshit like that, you know. Um, burn the evidence. Interesting. I wonder if a person would do something like that. We just wanted to 
tell the truth, but they didn't want the truth to come out because they couldn't write books. But the truth couldn't make big money, couldn't sell all this madness, all the fear and the vicarious thrill for somebody. That's true facts. Tell the truth, but they didn't want the truth to come out because they couldn't write books. But the truth couldn't make big money, couldn't sell all this madness, all the fear and the vicarious thrill for somebody. Hmm. Charlie, uh-huh. regardless of Helter Skelter, uh-huh. do you belong behind bars? There's no behind bars. Do you belong in prison? There's no prison. It's only in your mind. Do you belong in an incarcerated position? There's no such thing. There's only you denying my will. Whoever denies my will keeps me locked up here. I wonder how much of this was actually in Charlie's head. Like when he says there, I don't live in a prison stuff. Like he, like he's everywhere in his mind. I wonder how much of that was just him trying to be like a troll, trolling the interviewers and even trolling society. Or if he actually was that tapped out, because there's definitely a good amount of being tapped out within Charlie for sure. Um, definitely not a sane individual. Um, some would say he knew too much. He's so smart. He became insane. He's so sane. He became insane. I don't know if I subscribe to that, but you know, some people. If everybody agrees to let me go, then I'll walk out. That'll never happen, Charlie. Then I'll be free. That'll never happen. The chains are in everybody's mind. It's in their will. If you will me to be locked up, then I must stay locked up. If you will me to be free, then I'll be free. I guess the uh, the jury's out on that one, Charlie. Rest in peace, huh? It's not, uh, it's not as complicated to me as it is to you. You look at it through the books and the paperwork. I don't look at it that way. I look at it from the way I look at it. So... Uh, I'll ask you the same question. Do you think you deserve to be locked up somewhere? Yes, I do. Yeah, I'm getting no. The you cannot do it. Well, certainly, certainly, but you have to ask yourself at the same time. I realize, you know. Now, it's funny as the interviewer wouldn't say no, which you think he'd just go no. Like, of course not, dude. Of course not, Charlie. But I think he knew that Charlie had something planned for him where he was going to twist him up. You know what I mean? And he didn't want to go there. Uh, if justice came, who would we all be? That's fucking, if justice came, who would we all be? That's pretty heavy. That's a pretty heavy strike right there. You know what I mean? Interviewed did not like that. Who would we all be? We'd all be in some sort of trouble, wouldn't we? That's why we have Jesus. He takes up the slack. Word. Let me get back to the book for a minute. What do you think Mel's going to try to bring out on your life? The uh, years that we've known each other through the prisons and the uh, point of view that he has from the other side about someone that's went through a dilemma that he understands because he's been in many dilemmas of the same nature, maybe not as fast, but... uh, then I think that uh, he wants everyone to know that I'm uh, not really the guy that you think I am, but the guy that you made me. There it is. Very famous standpoint from Charlie. Uh, probably his 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 foundation of his whole deal. How did we make you? Well, you raised me from childhood. 
well, when we have a child that nobody wants, he's always sent to boys' school, orphanage reform school, or someplace like that. Or unfortunately, more so nowadays, or you hear more about it, to the fucking grave. Uh, these crazy parents are just killing their kids like they're fucking tossing them away like they used toilet paper, man. It's a scary world out there. And I, Charlie's more sane than those people. I think that Charlie would be, would be dumbfounded having conversations with some of the people. You know, I was on the, the, the online, uh, like a week ago and it was just like, article after article piled on each other of uh like mothers killing their kids uh it's a wild world out there wear your seatbelt and always pack that helmet and then, then they keep you for till he gets to be an old man were you beaten as a child uh yes charlie goes how can i not come off as weak by saying i was beaten and, you know, people that were beaten as a child aren't weak, of course, but in the mind of Charlie, I think he, it's, it's Charlie against the world in his head. So I think that he's looking at this question, uh, trying not to sound weak. So here comes, uh, something along the lines I'm going to assume as, are we all, were we all abused? That hasn't really got anything to do with anything. Are you abused as well? We're all abused now and then. Yes. I mean, that's not really an issue to anything. What is the issue? Not your question. All right. What is the, the gut issue? In the book that he wants to uh, yeah. do. What is the gut issue? Well, I think he just wants to uh, put what he thinks is wrong. All right. No. And give another point of view. Uh, And really, what I really think is, I think Mel's done just about everything he wants to do. And he don't have anything else to do. I mean, he just wants to do it just to be doing it. Because it gives him something to do. Hell yeah. If there was, if there was another way to say that this book, this dude's writing is a waste of time, um, it might not even have been as effective as that. It would make sense. It's just another game to play. See? I don't. Uh, he would give them immunity for burglaries or let them off some deals if they stole a few cars. He wouldn't prosecute them if they told him something. And then lay in their cell just working, trying to think up something, anything they could think of to get up off that, that conviction where they wouldn't have to go to the penitentiary. Very valid point. You know what I mean? Anybody, anybody that doesn't think somebody would lie to get out of prison. Uh, you're out of your mind. Told him a lot of things. Most of the people I didn't even know. Linda Kasabian, for example, she'd only been at the ranch a couple of weeks. I'd seen her maybe twice. You know, like I never paid that much attention to the people who came and went at that ranch. They just came and went as they chose. Uh, so you're saying he's took a few pieces of truth and messed it with his ability to. Uh, words and colleges and books and things and he wanted to impress someone with all the things he's learned. Sounds a little bit like Jolly himself. And he wanted some attention and he wanted to be uh, all the things in the movies. You know. Still sounds like Charlie himself. You know, so he played his part and I wasn't allowed to play my part. I was only allowed to sit down and be the figure that was dragged off into the hole. 
all the time because uh, he had the money behind him because he said he had the people. But I thought Charlie was the guy who owned all the quarters because the game was his. Behind him, but that's another thing that's wrong with your court system. Your court system's not based on the will of the people. It's based on the will of the money. So your courts are not really protecting anything but the money. It's on the will of the money. Come again? It's on the will of the money. What was that? Wrong with your court system. Huh? Wrong with your court system. Your court system's not based on the will of the people. It's based on the will of the money. Oh. So your courts are not really protecting anything but the money. Hmm. not have much concern for the people anymore. Interesting. Curiosity. Can I ask you a question? Remember you had an X years ago and you changed it now to a swastika? No, I never changed. It's been the same thing all the way along. Was it always an X? No, no, it never was. What's it stand for? It stands for whatever I mean it to stand for and whatever I make it stand for and whatever I want it to stand for. Yeah, that's not a good look where you're in prison, too. Um, there's going to be certain folks that don't get down with that which would make it an uncomfortable stay for Charlie, especially if uh, he didn't have the, I guess, the overall looking uh, looking after from uh, a group that would appreciate that symbol. Didn't, you didn't one time say you were Xing yourself out? No, that was your newspapers that gave you that. I believe Charles Manson put that X on his head because he's a big fan of Rob Zombie, but I could be wrong. What does it stand for for you? It stands for many things. Hellbilly Deluxe. Two, three weeks to explain all the things that I've built. Can you give me an example? I mentioned certainly I can give you an example. From the United States flag of America. The swastika. Uh, the uh, rising sun in the German and the Japanese flag. The star of David to the Israelis. Uh, the uh, whatever country or nation or people or cause has always had a symbol. And that's your symbol? That's mine. I put that there from two or three other symbols. I didn't want to put a Christian symbol, and I didn't want to put an anti-Christ symbol, and I didn't want to put a uh, pro-communism, and I didn't want to put an anti thermos like a flap 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 flop drops and all that kind of stuff that you play. No, that's not a Nazi Hitler got that sign from mysticism and reversed it. And he did the same thing, only he did it backwards. That is a very true statement, too, for anybody that doesn't know. Uh, before Hitler made it the symbol of hatred, uh, it was a symbol of peace and harmony, I believe. You know, it's the thought still here, just like the thought that he picked up was there when he picked it up. The thought has always been here. Since the pyramids have been here, since David and the giants, since the whole thing has always been here. And every once in a while, there's a guy like Magandhi that comes and picks it up. Or there's a guy like um, a Paharasha Yogananda or somebody coming out of some prison or somebody doing something. And they pick it up for a while and they carry it through a few steps. And then when they're gone, you say, oh, what a good guy it was. But while he's here, he's always just no good at all, you know. That's true. No good at all, they say. That's just kind of how it goes. So, yeah, uh, we wrapped up that interview, uh, with Charlie, you know what I mean? From the KCRA, uh, you know, California Medical Facility, 1972. Now, this one kind of was just mainly, I think they were 
promotion for the book. You know, I don't really care about the book. Charlie's such a weird figure that it's like, yeah, I guess the book just came out, but it was like, what? Fucking, it's a publicity tour for the book. I don't understand. And he had to have had some type of, you know, involvement with it heavily, um, than more so than he's letting on because, um, why else would they be going? You know, I mean, of course they'd be going to him to talk about it, but he'd just go, I don't want to be concerned. You know what I mean? I feel, but talking about it, uh, creates a little more hype for it. Uh, and I'm sure he made something from it. There is a law though that killers are, you know, realistic. I don't think he was even in there. I don't know what the fuck they got him on, but he didn't kill. I think it was just like, uh, he, you know, being the cult leader dude, you know what I mean? Um, mashing up brains and making people do what you want type deal. But, uh, yeah, that but the book thing was a very interesting deal. Numerous books, and uh, I own quite a few. Uh, very interesting stuff. Uh, the Chaos book I picked up maybe a couple months back, and um, that's a Manson book I'm definitely looking to tap into for sure. Um, and when, when I do, maybe we'll do a review on the show or something. But from 1972, we took you all the way back. And uh, that was another addition to the Maddie and the Manson uh, little series we got going throughout the show. And uh, if you like this and didn't hear the first one, go pop it in here, the first one. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you all on the next episode of Behold, 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 a pill podcast. Thank you. I know how to be reborn and start all over. I don't start all over with the same old, same old. Same old. I just I start all over. over. Even though I might be old, I'm still brand new every day because I do one day. I'm still brand new every day because I, I do one day at a time. Just like that old convict used to tell me. One day at a time. So I've learned to live my life. Society knows when it wants to know. There's just a jellyfish. It's only controlled by the people who want to move the sheep around. around. They'll tell them anything. Everybody knows. Everybody's lying. Do you know anyone that tells the truth? Can you trust a lawyer? Can't trust a lawyer. You can't trust. Trust. Can trust. trust. The president. president Nixon. Watergate, Watergate. Look at who can they trust. You would try to tell parents something about children. I would try to tell the children how to help the parents. How? By realizing that the parent is the child. Because he doesn't understand the child. The child, but the child understands the parent.